0: Previously on the Damage Guild Podcast. The crooked sign on the door reads, Ormog Alchemist Guild Headquarters.
1: We're here on very serious alchemy business. Not to oversell it or anything, but... This stone has a most frightening power. We would like some help researching what this
2: stone does.
0: we get it taken care of in four weeks or so. Four,
2: four weeks. weeks? What do you guys think about this plan? I'll head back home, clean up Ezric's house, and then I'll show him the stone. Oh, Ooh, we'll help you. Yeah, we'll help. I oh, know, we don't have much time. Ezric usually comes home right before evening on Tuesdays.
1: All right, squad, let's get
2: to work. Action scene. Ezric comes inside. You disappeared without warning. Ezric, I'm sorry. I still lust for adventure. I pull out the crystal. Something tells me I'm not the first one to hear about this.
3: Uh, yeah, we kind of already went
0: to the Alchemist Guild. I will put in a good word.
2: Master Ezric. that's very generous. I'm going to pull uh, Aslo aside. I think I can research this faster and better than these guys.
3: What was that all about? I thought we were going to give them the crystal.
1: Just a change of plans. Um, we, we have d- we, we've decided that we think we would be better off holding on to it ourselves, and that Tokus here might actually be able to uh, determine what's going on faster than they would.
2: That's right. If I do some non destructive testing, we'll still have enough crystal that we could probably still give it to the guild anyway. But, I mean, if I can do it, maybe with a little bit of uh, Isrik's help or maybe someone else. We could maybe do it for free and then maybe even sell the stone. What if we sold the stone too?
3: <laughs> Faster, I'm on board with. But you're talking about selling the stone, but this stone is very dangerous. Somebody could drop it in a well in any town and potentially poison everybody.
2: Yeah, but the average person won't know that, Shaba.
3: But then what makes it worth any value to
2: anybody? It looks pretty. It's a beautiful stone.
3: Oh, so you're just saying we'll sell it as a
2: mundane piece of obsidian for a few golds? Yeah, and then if it falls in the wrong hands, I mean, you know, the odds of that are just... Hang on, let me calculate that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls He's out an abacus.
3: abacus, yeah.
2: It's just so small that it probably won't end the world. Like, it's like 0.0002, I think.
3: Maybe if we could seal it in, like, a necklace form with a... Some of that clear stuff Like dip it in mm. some of that clear sealant Then you could drop it in any
1: water And it wouldn't hurt anybody Or if we have to We could always go drop it in lava somewhere
3: What's lava? Lava, <laughs>
1: oh, like you mean like Yeah, the stuff you see in lava lamps
3: Volcano boogers?
2: Yes <laughs> As my people call it <laughs> Volcano <laughs> snot
3: <laughs> We've always just called it volcano boogers
2: <laughs> So wait, Shabba, you're not okay with us selling the stone? Why not?
3: Because Somebody could not know what it does, and it could be
1: really dangerous. We don't even know... Yeah, but then
2: it's not their fault.
1: But then it would be our fault. How about this? We'll sell it at a high price, because it's a beautiful stone, and then after we've sold it to them, we'll tell them, oh, by the way, don't, like, drop this in any water anywhere, because people could die. That doesn't sit incredibly well with me, but
3: if you guys say it's okay, then I guess uh, that's fine.
2: This is all under the pretense of whether or not I can crack the code on this. Yeah, let's work on figuring it out first, and then we'll talk about selling.
3: Yeah, let's set up a meth lab in Aslo's apartment. (laughs) And by that, I mean an alchemist's lab for Tokus to use. Maybe we can... um you know how sometimes like people will go dumpster dive behind Walmart to see if they've thrown anything out? Maybe yeah. we can dumpster dive behind the Alchemist Guild to see if there's any old equipment and put together a makeshift uh, lab for you. Well,
1: uh, I believe we need to re- restock on some supplies.
3: I guess if the first adventure is technically at an end, then we have some
1: earnings to split up. Yep, yeah, that, that is true. Do you still have those, uh, those purchase receipts, Tokus? I thought you'd never ask.
2: <laughs> so, and I, like, unfurl this, like, for no reason, like, really long, like, <laughs> curled up, like, scroll list. And I'm like, all right, so remember when I came up with that really clever diversion and we used my little toy to uh, scare away the insects, right? Right? Remember that? The Ankeks? Mm-hmm. Totally worked, right? <laughs> so I think that's a good ten gold pieces that we should reinvest in spare parts.
1: You know, it didn't. I mean, I would say that you definitely threw it over there, but it didn't necessarily really do much to save us. So I would say that was more of a personal expenditure. I'd put that under the, yeah, the personal expenses list.
2: Yeah, but we we ran away. Like we didn't we didn't see whether or not the. I mean, like in theory, the toy is effective. Like it's a it's a it's a doppelganger. It's a it's a diversion. We we didn't stay there long enough to see it do its work. I don't think you can necessarily determine that it was effective or ineffective. Well, something that
3: Stripey pointed out to me the other day was that at the bottom (laughs) of page 11 on the contract in section 14, uh, uh, item C, it does say that uh, personal items are excluded at a rate of 75% uh, of total cost and that all reimbursements uh, will be made um, at the end of the... Next month, after the loss occurs, so that's technically another seven weeks away from right now.
1: <laughs> yes, that's that's right. Thank you for reminding me of that. I had just momentarily forgotten, but uh, that sounds about right. So we'll we'll get you all squared away in a couple of months, Tokus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> fine, fine, fine. All right. <clears throat> you should write out this actual contract sometime. <laughs> The next item uh, Worst contract ever <laughs> The music box that I used to distract the zombies I, I don't remember that you used your music box? That's correct I was about to be eaten alive in a wheelbarrow And I had <laughs> to turn on the music box, open it up, and toss it To create a diversion so that I could make it to you two uh, at the building Oh,
3: wow it Sounds like the, the reimbursement there was you not being eaten alive
0: <laughs>
1: that's a pretty, Isn't yeah, that t- reimbursement t- enough, <laughs> Tokus? No, uh, that's that's a, that's a crazy story. You know, Chaba and I weren't there, so I mean, there's not really necessarily any way for us to verify that.
3: Uh, Aslo is playing the bagpipes so loud that I couldn't
0: see <laughs> 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 at that point.
1: Didn't one of you hear the?
0: Music box, barely on the. Wing. Yeah,
3: when we were when we were running out with Wilm, we went down the street that the music box was playing on, and Tokus was like, "No, don't go that way." I threw my music box, <laughs> and we went the other way.
2: Mm. So, personal expenditure or part <laughs> of the part of the adventure? I'll give you the, the toy. Yeah, that. Uh, I, I suppose that would classify. Yeah, we can give that one to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, when when will I get the gold for that to be replaced?
1: Uh, the business expenses, um, those happen after,
2: uh, one month, only one month. So (laughs) that's all you have to wait. So you're telling me I'm not going to have a clockwork toy. I'm not going to have a music box for like one to two months.
3: Well, that's not to say you couldn't use your cut of the proceeds to...
2: Right. Make my own. That's true. I can make a new improved toy. One that really thwarts striping even better. <laughs> sure, you could. can make some modifications. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, this, uh, there's still more to this list, though. <clears throat> All right. What else you got? My rope was lost in the event that happened at the building. We did use it to escape to safety. So, uh, yep. We'll check that one off. Yep. One rope. And when is that rope going to be replaced?
3: I take something out of my pack and I'm like, oh, I have almost three feet of a rope I've been weaving of my armpit hair for the last three years.
2: <laughs> That's okay, Shah, but we don't want to use that. That's okay, but thank you. It's all wiry and sweaty. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that it's not uh, useful because, like, it looks like you put a lot of work into this. I was
3: I was trying to make a leash for Stripey, but he wouldn't have any of it. <laughs>
2: So I'm like, Shava, no, that's cool, but I I need my 50 foot hemp and rope.
3: It's gonna take me a while to get to 50 feet out of this.
2: So when will you replace that? We can do that one now. Let's go to the
1: to the shop and we'll uh, we'll pick one up for you.
2: I mean, I'm just as your employee. Just saying, you're my only boss now. I basically just quit my last job, so <laughs> like I'm, I'm I'm waiting for these benefits. Like I'm waiting for the Medicare. Like I'm waiting for the. Do <laughs> you remember that part? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's all in the contract. It'll yeah. you know it'll kick in. Retirement fund. Yeah. Our four hundred
1: and
3: one k's are accruing interest <laughs> as we speak.
1: That's right. Exactly. It's
2: all in an account somewhere. Now that I'm fully committed to the AAA's team, like... Mm. Yeah. You know. So
1: how much actual gold did Rysinth give you? Uh, Let's see. I pull out the pouch and start counting it. Uh, This is... Wow, this is 44 gold. Not to mention the the two copper that we found in those couch cushions at one time. And then we also have a a platinum piece from your
2: master from Esrik. So wait a minute. We weren't that strapped for money? We're going to try to research the stone on our own for no reason? Well, no. This is... It's a business here. We've got to
1: make ends meet as much as possible.
3: The contract we agreed on said uh, 40, 30, and 30, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So if you end up divvying up the um, gold and giving me my cut, I hand it back to you. I'm like, could you hold this for me? I made my own pants and they don't have pockets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Sounds good. I'll have one pouch for party gold, one for my personal gold, and then one for your gold, and one for Stripey's gold. So that's convenient.
3: <laughs> that, that will work out perfectly. Thank you so much, Adam. All right. You're such a nice boss.
1: I do what I can. <laughs> so we'll go and pay
2: for these uh, business expenses first, and then we'll divide up the gold from there. You said expenses isn't plural, but you're planning just to buy me a rope.
3: Uh, yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, did the arrows that I used shooting zombies count as business expenditures?
2: Yeah, I used a bolt myself.
3: I used at least five arrows.
2: Um, it's on the list. It's on the list. I mean, I. How about I just hand you the the receipt, as long well so as you can go through it. <laughs> we don't have to like talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I hand I hand Aslo the receipt. <laughs> I just kind of kind of go over it, and it's like really, really super detailed and strange. It has like things listed that you didn't even notice. I used like hair tonic for my bald head, and <laughs> like empty vials, uh, fingernail clippings, just like weird, random things that like you can't actually verify um, reimburse. Verified, <laughs> yeah, <verify>. yeah. <laughs> just weird things like skin flakes and eyelashes <laughs> and, that I lost in the battle with the zombie uh we're we're gonna have a, have a little chat
1: real quick. We here at this company value your your employee employee ness very much. Um, we can't uh, we can't really reimburse a lot of this stuff. Um, you've got yeah, like wing of bat and eye of newt and stuff on here that. Quite frankly, that's that is not really business related. So that's going to have to come out of your personal yeah, but funds, part. Perfectly.
2: That's part of. But 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 but, but my stapler. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it. But you're a valued but, employee but, of this company. Have a nice day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> your call is important yeah. to us.
1: Please hold <laughs> for estimated wait
2: time is five <laughs> yeah. hours. But I use it in my hair tonic. Yes, you did.
3: All right, let's go to the store. We go to the general store. What's the name of the store? Murky's Mercantile Layson's General Layson's General
1: Store
0: Nope, just Layson's General Oh,
3: Layson's General
1: I thought this was a store
3: It's just a general, it's just a big general (laughs) Standing there
1: Layson's General (laughs) Uh, We'd like to (laughs) buy some stuff (laughs) Get on the ground, soldier
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming you're heading to the Low market area, since High market tends to sell things that are probably Beyond your price range Yeah, definitely
1: low market. Yeah. I think we're all low market kind of guys.
0: All right, so the low market area is a series of market stalls and storefronts around one central well. So this is where people would go to get water in addition to buying and selling and trading. It also smells strongly of fish because the northwestern region of the low market is where all of the fishmongers sell everything. It's right next to the ocean.
2: Guys, this might be an opportunity for us to test the stone's effects. (laughs)
0: <laughs> By
1: dropping it into the
3: well <laughs> One thing that I thought just thought of My best friend is a merchant
1: I thought he was a badger
3: <laughs> No, that's my other You're best his friend His other best friend uh, okay <laughs> uh, Almar Vekling, uh, he's a merchant who I sell my wares to oh. Yeah, I haven't really mentioned Almar very much Why dost thou holdest out on us, Shaba? Almar unfortunately lost his wife a few years back, and he's got three children, so a daughter and two sons. We kind of hang out, we're kind of like buddies, I'm
2: drinking buddies,
3: yeah, so i'm I'm not really a godfather to his kids, but I'm probably the next thing. It's just short of them calling me Uncle Shaba. <laughs> we go fishing together and yeah, and we go to the tavern and drain a few uh from time to time, uh so we could probably get a discount if we went to his store.
1: All right, let's uh, let's go to him. Sounds like he could use all the money he can get. Lead the way, Shaba.
0: All right. Um, are you heading to his house or to his shop?
3: Uh, it's getting late right
0: now, isn't it? Yeah, you've been talking and walking for a while, so it's early evening.
3: Yeah, let's try the shop first. We might still be closing up.
0: Okay, his shop is in the High Market. So you head up there, and you see a noticeable difference in the storefronts. All of them are much nicer. All of them have actual glass windows in front, showing off their fancy wares inside. The streets here are lit with lamps. Just generally looks like a much wealthier section of the city.
3: Which is why it makes even less sense that he buys my stuff, because it's all crap. <laughs> he just does it to be nice. He probably just shoves it all in the back room, like in a cardboard box.
2: But they're like, idols of, like, each of his kids that you've carved yeah. out.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh... yeah. Carved likenesses of each of his children. It's an ivory made of dragon's tooth, and it's like exceptionally rare. And he just threw him in a box (laughs) somewhere (laughs) in the back room, in the stock room. So we go up to becklings
0: Behind the counter, there is a middle aged gentleman. He has slightly bent, with thinning and graying hair, and he's dressed in fashionable robes, but with a greater focus on comfort over appearance. As soon as you enter the door, he turns towards the door. Like little bell chimes, and he says, Welcome! It has been quite some time since I last saw you, Shaba." Elmar! It's good to see you! And I
3: cross the room in a few quick long strides and give him a hearty handshake and pull him in for an embrace.
0: I'm so pleased to see you again. I say, I'm so sorry
3: I haven't been around these last few days. It's just been a whirlwind, and I just begin to tell him about what's happening and uh, how I saw the aslo's poster and was swept off on the adventure of a lifetime and i say these are my friends my new friends tokus and aslo how do you do good day it's a pleasure to meet you the pleasure is all mine
0: i'm glad to see that you've returned safely after everything that's happened to you Shaba.
3: it was quite touch and go there for a little (laughs) while
0: and i'm also glad to see that you seem to have made some new friends
3: these are my brothers in arms now
2: Yeah, see, he made us these pendants. Yeah, he made us his family.
3: (laughs) Yeah, remember, Elmar, the one I made you
0: a while ago? I remember. And he's, like, not wearing it. (laughs) (laughs) No, he, he pats his chest and says, I remember indeed.
2: pretending as if it's there under his
0: shirt (laughs) just pretending but if he does take it out you can see on one
3: side it's him surrounded by like the little faces of his three children but they're all like even worse than yours because i wasn't as good back then as i am now he doesn't take it out he
0: just pats his yeah yeah
3: because he's pretending that it's there (laughs) so i'm like well i'm afraid i haven't been working on my stonecraft lately so i don't have anything to sell you Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I I always look forward to showing you my work, uh, the, especially the stuff that I'm proudest of. But in this case, believe it or not, we'd like to buy a few things from you, if that's okay. Are you still open for business? Or are you already closed down for the night?
0: We're still open for a little while longer. Well, then, Aslo, I think you
3: have the shopping list. Why don't you uh, tell Mr. Veckling what we need?
2: Don't forget the
1: Eye of Newt. i ignore tokus uh yep yeah i've got our our list here and uh we proceed to shop 150 foot headband rope are you certain you wouldn't prefer a nice silk rope perhaps i'm certain thank you (laughs) (laughs) i'm just just replacing an old one yeah
3: elmar i should clarify we have some money but not a lot to work with
0: We're shopping on a budget. Well, feel free to look around the shop and bring whatever you need to the counter and I'll take care of it for you.
2: I get very excited and I look around the shop and I'm looking for something like to tinker with or something for my engineering stuff. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like ignoring everybody else in the room and I'm just like going around like picking up random things like, oh. (laughs) Do you have um, components that could
1: be used to create small mechanical devices by any chance?
0: Yes, you'll, you'll probably find something on those shelves over there in the corner.
1: All right. Very good. Thank you.
0: Shaba, could I speak with you in private for a moment? Certainly. So he leads Shaba into a small back room. He says, please, have a seat. I know this ceiling's a bit low for you to be comfortable. It is. I sit. He sits down opposite you and says, to be honest, it's been a bit lonely here without you. Fishing's always more enjoyable with a companion. I did mean to come and say goodbye before we
3: left, but we were just in such a hurry. Uh, my new boss is a bit of a slave driver, and, uh, he had us leave town very, very quickly without much notice, so I'm, I'm very sorry that I didn't come to tell you where I was going.
0: Oh, no, that, that's fine, don't worry about it. You see, I have a ship scheduled to leave in the morning, uh, the day after tomorrow. This trade route that we're about to embark on is one that is commonly threatened, And I've been hearing reports from my associates and trading partners that shipments are being stolen and coming up with less than there should be when they arrive. Ships seem to be going missing. It's only been happening recently, but it seems to be coming up on this route specifically.
3: Have you heard any eyewitness accounts from crew members or anything more information about what might be
0: happening? Nothing's happened to any of my ships yet. So everything I have is second or third hand. It's been kind of diluted to the point where I'm not exactly sure what I'm getting into anymore.
3: Okay, uh, can you give me a a short list of names of other merchants or ship's captains that I might be able to talk to to get some more information?
0: Uh, I'm hesitant to do so because I don't know who might hear about this. The reason I'm speaking to you privately, though, is that I suspect not all of the men are trustworthy. It's possible that someone has been sabotaging these ships on the trade route. Oh. I'm just not sure which of them can truly be trusted, or if there might be someone working behind the scenes. So you think
3: there could be a conspiracy between the other merchants?
0: I'm suspicious. All of these captains regularly hire out different crew members as needed. Any port to storm, as they say. Right. I do have somewhat of a favor to ask of you. Anything. Just name it. Well, as much as I don't want to see you leave for an extended period again, especially so soon after just returning, I would be pleased to hire you on as a guard on this ship, and also to perhaps investigate and see if you can't figure out what's been causing the ships and the shipments to turn up missing and damaged. I would be interested in your opinion as one whom I can trust completely. To
3: go on a ship that goes on water?
0: It would be a relatively short trip, not more than a week or two. I've never been on a water boat before.
3: Would my friends be able to come along?
2: I suppose so, if you trust them. You hear a loud clanging sound from... The inside of the shop.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) crack open the door and lean off the chair and peek out. What do I see?
2: Oh, I I dropped something and broke something, most likely. (laughs) (laughs) I shut the the door and I'm like, don't
3: worry about that. My boss will pay for it, whatever was broken. Um, No, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Here's the thing. I signed a contract and Stripey signed it, too. So we're both bound under that agreement to Aslo. So if we're going to take this job, I'll have to have Aslo work out the details with you as far as what the arrangement, what it would involve. Is that okay if I call him in? Uh, very well. Okay, I'll go get him. And then I'd better go out there and look after Tokus in the meantime. So I stand <laughs> up and leave the room and... uh I tap Asla on the shoulders. He's like, got is pushing his shopping cart around, filling it with stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "It as it turns out, it was maybe a bit fortuitous that um, we came here. We may have just got ourselves our second job. Oh, really? Or our second quest, if you will.
1: Well, then I start adding more things to my cart." <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Almar does not uh, do layaway or credit So uh, we still well. have to shop budget consciously But I, I've told him about our agreement And he said that he's willing to talk out the details with you If you want to just go into that back room
1: Okay Does he barter for services in advance?
3: Uh, that I don't know We're just friends So we I don't know All any right. of that stuff
1: I'll talk it over with him Okay, and
2: I go to the back room.
3: I uh, help Tokus clean up whatever has been spilled or or try to fix whatever's.
2: Well, actually, without the shopkeeper's help, I had made my way to the shelf that probably had some sort of engineering-like tinkery doohickeys, <laughs> and I'd smashed. I had smashed one of them because I was trying to. I was. I'm trying to explain this to you, Shaba. I was. I was looking at this thing, and I was like, "This is really cool. It does this little like see this little thing you flick, and it like spins." And you know, I wanted this, and uh, I, I dropped it. But like, I mean, these spare parts, like what if... We make get a deal with your friend, and, like, I still buy this. Like, I bet I could build something really cool out of this. Like, look at this little razor blade thing. I, like, flick it. <laughs> like, that would, that would get Stripey really good. A little buzzsaw <laughs> arm on the, the next version.
3: So, like, I've walked over, and you've, you, like, accidentally broke the first one. But then you're like, wow, look at all these parts. And so you purposely broke ten I'm more. I'm already, like, building it. <laughs> and you've assembled them all into this huge monstrosity of, like, a little... I don't like, know
2: if I can do that. I'm, I'm pretty sure my ability is to make, like, small machines. You're saying like I'm organizing them like a Lego project? Yeah,
3: you, you've like taken all these little things and just started building a huge machine out of them and there's like steam <laughs> coming out and stuff. Uh, no, so, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll like scoop up all the pieces that, of the one that broke and just like drop it into the shopping cart and be like, okay, we'll buy that too. Probably.
0: <laughs> um, Aslo, well, you enter the back room and Almar says, please close the door and have a seat.
1: All right, I do so. So,
0: I hear you're in charge now.
1: Uh, that's right, I have uh, taken it upon myself to hire these two.
0: I hope you're treating Shabo well.
1: Always. I treat my employees with the utmost respect and courtesy and good other things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiring you on as additional guards and workers aboard a merchant ship, set to sale the morning after tomorrow. Oh, okay. You can ask Shaba about the details of what you're supposed to do, but I would be willing to pay you 30 gold... Per person? I was going to say 15 gold per person, actually. Mm. Let's stick with 30 per person. That sounds good. I was going to say 30 (laughs) total, but I've changed my mind.
1: Oh, okay. You could change it again. That's fine. I don't mind. I'll wait.
0: 15 gold per person and i will help to resupply anything that you may need
1: now uh due to the the nature of you know my relationship with uh tokus and shaba this would be sort of like a subcontracting kind of position then what do you mean you would um hire my company to work for your company
0: I suppose. I'm just hiring the three of you to help me out.
1: Well, basically, the reason I ask is because that amount would go into the company and then we would divvy it up from there. So just to make sure we're all set on tax status and all that stuff, you know, want to make <laughs> sure we're, uh, we're doing things the right way. We would be 1099 employees. Right, right.
0: <laughs> well, if that's how you've agreed to work it out, then I suppose I'll just give you the 45 gold upon return.
1: Should we just go ahead and make it 60 while we're, while we're at it? We do have another person in the group because you know Stripey is is along, and you know you know Shaba, <laughs> you uh, know uh, I know Shaba how he feels about that. <laughs> we wouldn't want to upset the big guy, would we?
0: No, and as much as I care for Shaba, and Stripey is kind of fun sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah, sort of. I'll make a uh, persuasion roll. How about that?
0: <laughs> okay, make your persuasion check. <laughs> right.
1: That'll be. A a 13. All right. How does this sound?
0: I will resupply you now and pay you 45 gold upon the safe return of you and all of my cargo. And should you manage to make it so that I don't need to hire you or others again in the future for the safety of my ships, I will pay you an additional 30 gold. Hmm.
1: So we basically just like kill anyone that gets in our path. Is that what you're what you're getting at? Make sure that no one messes with your ships ever again.
0: (laughs) Talk with Shaba about that. Okay. All right.
1: (laughs) Okay. I think that seems equitable. So
3: like now knowing that he's resupplying you, Aslo like, comes out and takes the handle of the shopping cart and then ACDC starts playing. And like in slow motion (laughs) you see him running down the aisle, (laughs) sweeping his arm and like knocking all the stuff
2: into the shopping cart. (laughs) Shopping spree for the shopping spree game shows. You only have five minutes left. Quick, he grabs the plasma TV. He's grabbing the plasma TV and he's running down the hall. Exactly. He has to make it back to the starting line.
1: <laughs> uh I say so uh you'll put this all into the contract all
0: I take it? He seems to hesitate for a second. I'll have something drafted up by tomorrow.
1: Alright. Very good. And you say we, we leave the morning after tomorrow?
0: Yes. Uh if you would just meet me at the docks at the uh the central dock in North Waterside. Okay. At the crack of dawn. The ship should be ready to sail out shortly after that. Very good.
1: Seems we have an agreement, then. Indeed. He reaches his hand out to shake. Yeah, I'll shake it. Pleasure doing business with you, sir.
0: And with you as well. Um, Now, keep in mind, I'm not going to just give you everything in my store.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just had this strange vision where you were running down the aisles. Um, No, of course, I understand. We will take what... we will only... um, Make use of the things that, you know, would probably be useful on this trip.
0: I will be happy to supply you with things that you might need. We will take everything and be sure to make
2: use of it all. Like my awesome Doom robot. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, and
3: then yeah, now as you as you come out, like Tokus has built this ginormous like spider robot and he's like <laughs> sitting on top of it and he's like, I am all powerful The store is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's got claws on the front and he's like trying to pick up stuff but it keeps dropping them. <laughs> I must and then he crawls out under the arm and like tweaks a few things and like turns it with a wrench and this is
2: all like in Shaba's imagination. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and then, like, I'm just holding like the pile of like rubble, like scrap, and I'm like I'm staring at it. <laughs> Imagine what the possibilities. It's the secret
0: life of Walter Mitty.
2: <laughs> Great movie.
0: I would be willing to replace that hemp rope with a silk one for you. Ooh. Oh. And let me know what else you need, and I'll see if we can't sort it out.
2: The Damage Guild Podcast. Only the finest in organic, natural twenties.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brian here, coming at you live on the tens. Bam, 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 Uh, I'm not actually live. I'm. This is a recording. But hey guys, what's up? I just wanted to say hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. Those of you who have been leaving comments and reviews on iTunes and other places, we're so stoked that so many of you guys are tuning in, that you are liking what you hear. Um, yeah, that just means a lot to us. We really appreciate it. And so if you haven't done it yet, uh, please do. We would be so, so grateful. Just take a second, pause the show, go leave a review. Five stars would be awesome, but we really want to know what you think. And uh, and then come right back and keep listening. The other great way that you can help uh, spread the word is by spreading the word, which is to say word of mouth. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, whoever it is. We would appreciate it. We are now doing Royal Decrees, a chance for you to get your message out to the world uh, through our little show here. You can go to www.thedamageguild.com slash decree and put out your decree into the world, you can use the decree to do lots of things, of course. You can say hello to a distant friend, congratulate a loved one, wish someone well during a new phase of life. You know, I just got married about a year and a half ago, and it was basically the best decision I ever made with my life. And you know how the best engagement stories are the ones that are the most intricate? Okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to use the royal decree to write a proposal to your future spouse. And then you're going to sit there and listen to every episode with them with like a, an expectant, hopeful look on your face the whole time. And then once it gets to your proposal, you bust out the ring and shabam! I kind of hardly think of a more romantic way to get engaged than that. So, that's the, that's the kind of thing you can do. You can get creative with it. That might not be the best example, but you know what I'm talking about. So, again, just go to www.thedamageguild.com decree to check that out guys thank you so much again for listening we love you, we appreciate you we like you, we enjoy you basically you're just awesome now, back to the show
2: you are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast
1: yeah, some, some rope would be great uh, just some some basic adventuring supplies would be would be most helpful. Bat wings, bat wings. Any rocket launchers you have in stock would be <laughs> awesome. Um, you know, rope, pythons, um, camping supplies, tents. Uh, if you have any cooking supplies, that would be great. You know, you could toss in maybe some um, some ladders. If you have any ten foot poles, we could use one of those. <laughs> um, you know, just a few small things. Shab
3: actually has three ten foot poles on his uh, tent his teepee
1: or whatever. Oh, nice. Okay, we're set on the 10-foot poles, but all the other stuff. <laughs> That's
2: useful. We could do some pole vaulting.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you just carry that, like, the poles strapped on your back the whole yeah, time? Yeah,
1: they're
2: diagonally
3: on my back,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a weapon almost in and of itself. Like, you could use, it like, a spear. Like, a staff. It's like
3: Yeah, I mean, they're blunt on the ends. They're not, like, sharpened or anything, but yeah.
2: You could have, like, skewered, like, several zombies and, like, shoved <laughs> it into a, a That's wall. That's true.
3: I never thought about that. I could have maybe pole vaulted. No, they're not that kind of. They're not, like, thin and flexible. They're, like, pretty sturdy
0: so you buy a bunch of supplies you get restocked on everything that you've run out of okay so Shaba,
1: i'm giving you a shovel because you seem like the kind of person who would enjoy using a shovel <laughs> um both of you get a rope and a grappling hook sweet so there's that all three of us have those now since it seemed like uh, that would have been very useful no, in yes. previous days yeah. um i think we each <laughs> got a piece of chalk as well just in case we get separated mm. and need to leave signs for each other. Uh, maybe as we travel, we can develop a sign, like a, like a symbol, mm. like a gang symbol, kind of.
3: Right, or if there's a murder and we wanted to outline the bodies.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, and I'm also giving you a crowbar, Shaba. Oh, okay. And I believe that's it. Uh, did you say you were giving me fishing tackle? Yes, and other than that, I think we're all set.
0: So you've already received a large portion of your reward before even setting out? <laughs>
1: That's true.
3: I thank Almar for that, Mr. Vekling. I tell him that his uh, assistance in our future endeavors uh, is greatly appreciated.
2: I mean, we did forget to pick up like some harpoon guns. We are about to go, you know, on a ship, and there's going to be, like, <laughs> sea monsters. And-
3: yeah, probably. There will probably be, like... Krakens and... uh, Multiple Krakens. Killer whales. Yep. And sea turtles. (laughs) (laughs) So I tell Almar thanks. I give him... uh, I shake his hand and uh, I say, Forgive me if I am not there to go fishing with you tomorrow evening. We'll have a busy day planned. We've got a lot to do to get ready. So we'll see you in two days uh, at the docks.
0: I'll see you then. It's understandable if you're busy, so don't worry about it.
2: Many thanks to you, Almar. Oh, I, I nudge Shaba in the in the. I guess I'm poking your, your knees or something. Like, don't don't forget the whole Ramlord thing.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, he knows. He knows. Oh, okay. Uh, Almar, I hope that the Ramlord's shoulder is behind you, uh, to support you in uh tomorrow while you do your normal everyday stuff.
0: Thank you, and may he be with you as well. Thanks, and say hi to your kids for me. I'll be sure to do that. Peace out. Okay,
3: uh, we head out into the nighttime city.
0: Most of the shops around here are closing up. Uh, it's high market, so this is where the nicer people. nicer people. This is where the <laughs> richer people.
1: <laughs> oh, everyone is so nice. All the nice people live here. All the jerks live in the next town over. <laughs> so
0: this is where the richer patrons usually do their shopping. So they close up when it gets late rather than staying open, which they do in low market.
3: Uh. I suppose we're going to... I, I thought we would have a sleepover at Aslow's. That's what I assumed.
2: Yeah, it's a little late. I don't want to wake up my, uh, my alchemist friend. Yeah, I didn't want to impose
3: upon you or invite myself over.
1: Well, no, certainly. Uh, I, You know, it's a humble dwelling, as you've seen, but you guys are welcome to come over and crash for the night. Okay. Cool. Uh, I would say that there's a couch for you to sleep on, but there isn't. There's a table and some chairs... Wooden table, wooden chairs, so you guys can figure something out with that, right? I mean, we're adventurers, so...
0: I prefer the floor.
1: Okay, alright, fair enough. Nice dirt floor. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) nothing like it. You arrive at the mole slums, and it's just as you remember them.
1: No place like home in the slums.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Beggars and scoundrels and all sorts of lowlives are filling the streets or off in the alleyways and all around you. But they... For the moment seem to be leaving you alone
3: Anybody who looks at me I go And try to make them flinch (laughs) (laughs) Just for fun Yeah can I roll to make someone flinch Intimidation Yeah intimidation I rolled a 19 on my intimidation
1: check And my charisma Is a minus one so that's 18 (laughs) (laughs) Boom (laughs) Boom So, technically, that makes me more intimidating than you? <laughs> Apparently so. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works out. You scare
0: some old lady who is <laughs> <looking at you.
2: laughs> Does she, like, drop her bag of groceries? <laughs> she pulls over
0: backwards into the mud and scurries away. Oh,
3: I'm sorry, old lady, I feel bad, and I help, try to help her up before she runs away. Did we
2: like go the wrong way to your house, <laughs> Aslo? Well, this is scary. Like, why are we here? No, you you remember. This is my neighborhood. <laughs> it looks it's different. Like anything at night. like I remember? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the freaks come out at night, so I'll uh, I'll unlock the door and we'll head inside.
3: I guess unless anybody has anything to eat, I'll go out and hunt. I'll find a homeless peasant or something. <laughs>
1: Nobody would miss him. <laughs> it should be uh, relatively easy. To help you hunt, right?
3: <laughs> to, to complete my hunt, let's just say that. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I didn't bring any food, and I start going through those cabinets.
1: Uh, anything I would have here is probably spoiled. Now, if only there was a way to keep food cold for long periods of time. I know. Hmm. Mm. I begin eating the aforementioned table. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, no, that's not going to work.
3: <laughs> Could you not do that, please? Okay, stop. I'm just really hungry.
2: Asla, don't you have, like, a closet filled with cheese wheels or something? I mean, I've heard <laughs> tales of hobbits having... You must
3: have a pantry somewhere.
2: Yeah, there might be some less perishable goods left over. I begin opening doors and
1: looking for the hidden cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I begin feeling along the walls for secret doors.
0: Give me an investigation check I think it's usually perception for that
3: What to check my house for food Perception Uh, I'm searching your walls For hidden doors
1: (laughs) Shaba, if there were any Hidden doors here I'm pretty sure I would know
3: Yeah well I got a nine So maybe there are hidden doors that Even you don't know about
1: Okay you don't find anything
3: (laughs) Dang it you're right There are no hidden doors in this place
1: What kind of place is this there are non-hidden doors, though, and I open up the pantry.
3: <gasps> there is a pantry. Is it empty? It's
0: like, little rats crawling around? That's right. You could just go out and hunt rats. They're plentiful.
3: Mm,
1: that's true.
0: All right. Well, you managed to scrounge up some food one way or another. Okay. Okay. That works. <laughs> You've been living off of field mice and such for a while now anyway, so <laughs> not a big deal to you. Uh, so you all bed down for the night.
3: I try to fall asleep, and I can't, because I'm so nervous about going on a ship. I, I assume we're not keeping watch tonight, because this is just your house. And so, like, right as, as you guys are about to fall asleep, I'm like, Hey, guys. Guys. <laughs> you still awake? What is, what is it, Shaba? Are you guys scared about going on the ship? Why would,
1: why would I be scared about that? Because it's really big and scary. Shaba, as big as you are, how can you be afraid of anything big at all? Ships aren't big and scary. You just have to get your sea legs, that's all.
3: Holy crap. I'm gonna lose my legs before we even go to sea.
1: Wait, what? What are you talking about? The guy who lives above you, Captain Clapton. Oh, yeah, Captain Clapton. He's the exception, okay? Most people don't actually lose their legs when they go to sea. He just happened to have a really bad accident. He was a pirate after all, swashing buckles and buckling swashes and all that, robbing from the everyone to give to himself, and so in the course of his work, he got his legs removed. Yeah, been meaning to ask you about that, Aslo. <laughs> I'm not really sure how, but maybe we can ask him in the morning. Were they his regular legs or his sea legs? They uh both, Shaba. Oh no.
3: That's <laughs> worse than I thought.
1: It's a saying, Shaba. You've never heard of getting your sea legs? I only have one pair of legs, Aslo. (laughs) It's it's not really, you're not really losing your legs, it's just a matter of learning how to stand on a ship. So they're not real legs? No.
3: How do you stand up without legs?
1: (laughs) No, that was, okay, listen, just go back to sleep, we'll talk to him in the morning, and he'll tell you about how awesome it is being on a ship. (sighs) That would make me feel better to talk to him
3: since I don't know anybody else who is a sailor. Okay. Okay, so I try to sleep, but I toss and turn and don't sleep very well.
0: Are you going to take another voluntary level of exhaustion tonight?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I will. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm so glad to be back in my own bed that I take the opposite of a level of exhaustion so that I'm,
2: like, super good at stuff tomorrow. Ah. No? No. Maybe Super well slept. No, well, it was worth a shot. I'll be neutral because I'm sleeping on your cold, dead floor <laughs> while you sleep in a nice warm bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I consider sneaking in and like snuggling in there, but I think I think better of it. Well, it's a king-sized
1: bed, but I'm one of those people who really spread out when I sleep. So, like I lay diagonally from one corner of the bed to the other with both arms outstretched. That's... You know, that's my most natural, comfortable sleeping position. So, you stretch out completely and you take up about half the bed, if Yes, that. exactly. But I get claustrophobic, you know. I don't want anyone else in there with me. <laughs> it's just not my style.
3: I bring Stripey in in the morning and lift up your covers by the foot of the bed and put him underneath them. he
1: starts running around and i'm like
3: ah yeah he's like "Ah,
1: ah, ah." and you wake up with something nibbling at your toes i run screaming from my bed
0: (laughs) so you wake up the next morning and i pound
3: on the ceiling to get captain clapton's attention (laughs) what are you doing we can just go talk to him if we go up there and knock on his door and he's asleep then he'll be mad but if he's already awake when he knocked on the door (laughs) He'll be less mad.
1: <sighs> I just hang my head and sigh. I'm like, all right, come on, let's go.
3: Do I have to go up those ratty stairs that look like they're about to fall apart to get up there?
1: Absolutely. Okay, I stand at the foot of the stairs and let you go up. I go up a few and look back at you and I'm like, come on, come on. And I like hold out my hand to help you up. <laughs> These stairs are going to crumble if I step on them.
2: <laughs> and maybe we should bring him down to meet Shapa. Oh but how are we gonna get him down can he can he walk uh sort of yeah he
1: he manages okay, I'll stay down at the bottom to spot him as he comes down i don't I don't know that he necessarily wants to leave his house uh oh okay, let's just i don't know can you like climb up to the second floor or something uh i'll I'll pick out the
3: stairs that look the least rotted and try to step only on those. As I go up, okay. I'll like stretch out my leg really far and try not to put all my weight on it at one time.
1: Are you coming too, Tokus?
2: I'm. I'm just observing this happening, <laughs> and like I'm, I'm already like face palm, just like oh god. I think of several solutions to this situation, <laughs> but I say none of them because I'm watching the spectacle.
0: <laughs> First, roll an investigation to see if you can figure out which ones are actually safe to stand on. <laughs> okay. In.
3: I got an 11
0: you start picking your way up very carefully trying to stand on the edges (laughs) and as you get about halfway up the steps you hear one of them that you step onto just starts to groan (laughs) and it bends about an inch before you manage to take your weight off of it (laughs) okay I pick a different stair and continue up give me an acrobatics (laughs) jump to me
1: Shaba! I'll catch you
3: (laughs) I rolled a 17 plus 3 I got a 20
0: Okay, so you make it the rest of the way up without breaking any of the stairs, although a few of them did crack slightly.
1: Phew. Walking up the stairs, it's an adventure all unto itself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, why don't you knock on the door, Aslo? I knock. You hear some loud squawking from inside, Mm. and a few seconds later, some thumping of wood on wood, you hear the door unlatch. And you see standing in front of you, an older man, probably in his 60s or so. He has thin brown hair, stands around five and a half feet tall. His face and body are covered in scars, and he wears a thin linen bandage around his head, covering both of his eyes, um, as well as a large leather jewel-studded eye patch over the left eye on top of the bandage.
3: <laughs> What? Did he lose both of his eyes
1: too? <laughs> Captain Clapton Hey, it's so good to see you It's it's so good to be in front of you again uh, How have you been? It's Aslo, by the way
0: uh, Yes, I recognize that voice Good to hear from you, I haven't seen you in a while I <laughs> <Yes. laughs> haven't seen anything in a while
2: <laughs> Never gets old yeah, Asla told us you lost your sea legs, but I didn't know you lost your sea eyes, too.
0: <laughs> oh, did you bring some friends?
1: Oh, yes, yes, these are my associates, my my new friends, Tokus and Shaba.
3: Born of Craig and Thunder, son of Pachaka, last of Davide clan, exile of the tribe of Rakshan.
1: And we're here to say hi.
0: Come on in, then. You notice that he's missing his left foot and his right leg below the knee, so not equal on both sides. And both of them are replaced with well-fitted but unnatural-looking wooden prosthetics. And despite his obvious difficulties, he stands straight and proud, holding onto a cane but rarely using it. So he just kind of uses it to gesture inside as he welcomes you in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so both of his eyes are covered, and then one
3: additionally covered by a patch.
2: You have an amazing sense of balance. We follow him inside,
3: and I still don't trust the floor, so I tread carefully and listen for any loud creaks
1: as I move into the dwelling. I say, kind of under my breath, uh, yeah, I kind of forgot to mention the whole both of his eyes thing. Uh, he jokes around about it, but don't bring it up because it's actually, he's really sensitive about it. Oh, whoops. My bad. (laughs) It must have been a terrible accident. (laughs) It, yeah, tell me about it. It was rough. (laughs)
0: Okay, we follow him inside. The home's laid out in an orderly fashion, uh, with most of the furniture is pushed against the walls. Thick, dark curtains cover all of the windows, and a thick table sits in one corner, a hammock hangs in another over a large sea chest, and a mud fireplace sits in a third. The fourth holds a forked wooden post, atop of which sit two large, fancifully colored birds. Hmm. Is it
3: decorated like one of those cheap beach restaurants where there's, like, nets and anchors hanging on
0: the wall? (laughs) Like, seashells everywhere? I wouldn't say it's really decorated like that, but there are various sea-oriented mementos and things around the edges. Okay. Does it smell like fish? There's a little smell of roast fish. Probably had some for breakfast or something. Mm. Okay.
1: Probably mostly just smells like old man. (laughs) Are there, like, empty,
2: like... Uh, beer bottles laying about, <laughs> probably rum bottles.
0: You don't see any just lying around. As I said, his home is pretty orderly. Hmm. But it's possible there's something in a cabinet or something. Uh, he, you said he has a couch. I didn't say he has a couch. He has a table, a hammock, fireplace, and a
2: chest. I remember the chest. He
0: had a chest. Um, he has a couple of chairs sitting at the table, but that's it as far as places to sit. Where does he go when he lets us in? He starts heading over towards the table.
2: Uh, Pardon my curiosity, but what's in the chest?
0: Oh, that holds various treasures of my adventuring days. Mostly old mementos and things that I choose to remember my companions by.
2: Clapton, I wanted to ask you if you've had any bouts with sea beasts. Ah,
0: but of course. He gestures down towards his legs. Some sort of sea monster did that to you? Do I sense interest (laughs) in hearing my tales? Uh, very interest.
1: Good old Captain Clapton, always willing to share his sea stories.
0: My left foot, as well as my right eye, I lost battling pirates. Hmm. But I'll have you know, I managed to take their ship in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like a reverse
1: piracy deal.
0: I might have not been such a stand-up sailor myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended, of course.
0: Uh, I worked as a privateer.
2: Ah, that's what it was. The details were always a little fuzzy for me. It sounds a bit different than what you told us, Aslo, as far as pirate piracy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I told them you were a pirate. That may have been an exaggeration. I was half asleep, you know. Well, pirates
0: to one nation are privateers of another.
1: Mm. So true, so true.
0: My left eye was damaged from a rope that broke under high tension during stormy seas snapped, whipped about, and smashed right into my
1: face.
3: Oh, great. Thanks a lot, Captain Clapton.
0: (laughs) You're really making me feel a whole
3: lot better about this Enterprise. No, you
1: should feel better. (laughs) All you have to do is not get hit in the face by a stray rope. Easier said than done, apparently,
3: (laughs) according to your friend here. So, Captain Clapton, do you have any other disabilities or deformities
0: you'd like to share with us?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, We're such jerks.
0: Well, I guess I never got around to telling you about my right leg. <laughs> that one. Oh, hey, Captain, tell us the one about your right leg. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear that one. That one I lost when a sea dragon attacked us. He just dove right out of the water, flew onto the deck of the ship, and I wrestled him to the ground using my remaining limbs. Dang. Wow. He managed to get the better of me for a part of it and bit off my leg, but I showed him in the end. Did you ever get your leg back? I mean, is that what you keep in that chest? There wasn't anything left worth
2: salvaging. Mm, Captain, how did you beat those sea monsters and pirates? What, what kinds of tools or weapons or techniques? I mean, no offense, you kind of look like a, a, a shambling, you know, remainder of what's left. I mean, how did you fight <laughs> these things?
0: Years of hard work and experience. As well as my trusty friend up there hanging on the wall. And he points with his cane towards a saber That's framed and prominently displayed on the, uh, on the wall over his hammock
3: He said, my friend hanging on the wall I thought there was going to be like a parrot in the noose
1: <laughs> A dead body <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We used uh. to be friends at least
0: <laughs> He hobbles over to the sword and removes it from the frame Oh, no, 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 please We don't want any
3: trouble <laughs>
1: We just
0: came to talk <laughs>
1: Shaba, he's not going to attack he's just showing it off
0: oh his friend the sword yeah
1: he's showing off his friend
0: still feels as wonderful as ever in my hand
2: i I back away because like he the way that he was waving his like cane (laughs) around i'm curious if he's gonna do that with the sword
1: yeah i kind of motion to both of them to take a few steps back
0: yeah i definitely (laughs) take a step back he hears you taking a few steps back you see him tilting his head and listening (laughs) <laughs> and then he waves his sword around and gives a nice display of martial prowess. bucklery. Yes.
2: I've never seen a sword swung around quite like that.
0: Not by a blind guy, anyhow. I dare say I could still take one of you in a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're all only level one, so that's probably <laughs> accurate.
3: At what point did you decide that you'd had enough and... It was time to stop being a captain. Was it when you lost your second eye?
0: You know, I was already on my last legs by then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Classic, Captain. Uh,
0: Yeah, Asla was telling me all about sea legs. When I finally lost the last one in that fight with the dragon, I decided that I couldn't really handle a ship well enough anymore, and I was forced to retire. Hmm. So what do you do with yourself these days? Oh, not much. Mostly live here by myself, reliving the glory days in my mind, wishing I was back out there again.
1: You know, Captain, now that you speak of it, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't want to get back into the adventuring life, would you?
0: I'm afraid I just can't move around as quickly as I used to, and sailing in particular requires some working feet.
1: Okay, I know you're just an NPC and everything, but <laughs> I thought I'd just throw it out there and see if you wanted to help us out. We always
3: love to be around NPCs who can sword fight and also who won't backstab us.
2: We also love breaking the fourth wall.
1: (laughs) But fortunately, now you have your feathered friends to help you out. Isn't that right?
2: Ah, yes. Good old
0: Whiffle and Snick. Mmm. He gives a little whistle and the two of them fly over to his shoulders. (laughs) One of the pairs has a peg leg and the other has an eye patch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably want a cracker?
0: Did you not just hear me? He gestures, this is Whiffle and this is Snick.
2: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) That's how they usually land, anyway.
2: So I assume every pair that I see, I've I've ever ever seen one up close, but I assume that they all respond to Polly.
0: These two respond only to their names and to my whistles. Can they say anything cool? They've picked up some words here and there, but (laughs) I... You don't want them repeating them in mixed company? (laughs) (laughs) They're not the best conversationalists,
2: I'll put it that way. (laughs) Shabbat, we just have to figure out the trigger word. Think hard. Hmm. Uh,
3: Wonder twin powers activate.
2: Snick, when was the last time the captain talked about his sea adventures? Bird squawks at you when you say its name. (laughs) Well, I squawk back. Squawk! (laughs) Captain Clapton,
3: I want to know what sort of advice would you give to a novice seaman? Always follow the captain's orders. Well, I mean, beyond that, in terms of how to survive an ocean voyage without ending up like you, (laughs) I mean,
1: like, (laughs) with all of your limbs and eyes intact. Number one rule, stay on the boat.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, this sort of thing only happens in the most dangerous of waters. The kind with sea monsters in them. Yes, or pirates. What sort of sailing are you looking to get into?
3: Uh, The kind where we try to not uh, meet our ends at the bottom of the sea.
0: So you're just
1: talking casual sailing, out for a fun voyage? Uh, merchant sailing. Captain, do you remember uh, a couple weeks ago when I told you about that new business idea I was thinking of starting up? You know, I mentioned doing different uh, odd jobs, running errands for people. Yes, I remember that. Well, this is sort of involved with that. These are my new hires for my business. I ended up starting it after all, and one of our assignments happens to be across, uh, across the pond, as they say.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Well, perhaps not, but...
1: The parts of you that make it back will.
0: <laughs> I'm not
1: sure that we will.
0: Perhaps it's more accurate to say that I'm sure I would enjoy it if I were with you. When was the last time you were out at sea? I haven't spent very long at sea in quite a while, but I try to make it out there at least once every few months. And do you sail with a crew of men you are
3: familiar with and have sailed with before?
0: Yes, I meet up with some of my old companions, and they just take me for a ride for old times' sake. Uh, See, that's
3: part of my trepidation with going to sea. I've never been on a boat before, and we don't know any of the people who are going to be managing this vessel nor can we trust them, necessarily.
0: I didn't know anyone else that I was working for when I first signed up, so you're in good company.
3: That's the thing. He goes sailing with his buds. We're going on a merchant ship, which is probably the the highest target on the water. It's just a floating bullseye, pretty much. And Almar says that he doesn't trust the captains or the other merchants or their crew. So... We're basically walking onto a floating death trap.
1: I
0: have nothing to say to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's what's going through my mind. So, out of character, because I don't remember, uh, so Almar did say that? He said that he didn't trust the rest of the crew or anything? He didn't
2: tell you that. He
3: told me that in my conversation with him, and I'm relaying that to you right now for the
2: first time. Okay. I'm feeling a lot more nervous about this sea trip now. (laughs) Yeah, Almar said that?
3: Uh, yeah, remember that whole part about when you agreed on a price and he told you to talk to me about the details? Them's the details. Oh,
1: hmm. Okay. Well, that makes the whole trip a lot more interesting. You know, maybe we'll just have to stick together a little bit more than we would have.
3: We'll have to sleep with one eye open. No offense, Captain Clapton. Um... I'm more scared now than I was when we first (laughs) got here Is there anything you can
0: just tell me to calm my nerves? Well, let me just tell you, it took me a good 40 years of sailing before I got into this condition So, if you're just heading out for a short trip, I think you'll be fine
1: See, Shaba, there's nothing to worry about Yeah, Um,
3: apparently not Future Shaba is gonna hate me if I go out (laughs) on this
1: We're only going on a floating piece of land with a bunch of people that we don't know and who aren't trustworthy, sailing to an unknown location through potentially dangerous waters, and then hopefully back again if we survive. See, I mean, there's nothing to worry about.
3: (laughs) Right. While we try to discover why ships have been disappearing
1: completely exactly just focus on the ships disappearing thing just work on that and everything else will just kind of fade into the background i think this is also the first time
0: that you've heard that part
1: oh that's the first time i've heard it yeah so about that whole
3: like other stuff thing there was more there was more other stuff
2: so wait the ships weren't just being ransacked like the whole ship is gone here's what's happening
3: okay uh Almar Vekling does not trust the merchants, the captains, or their crew of any of the other ships. There have been ships either coming back with shortages in their cargo holds or not coming back at all. And he doesn't want us even talking to the other captains and merchants about it because he doesn't know who's behind
0: it.
1: Okay, that was going to be my next question. The ones that are coming back with some of the cargo missing, the captain, the crew, nobody knows what happened to that stuff? Nobody who's
3: talking about
1: it. He
3: has, mm. <clears throat> he has just heard a bunch of rumors, and he doesn't want anybody knowing that he's poking around and trying to figure it out. So that's why he told us to make sure we uh, keep it a secret. Also, Captain Clapton, if you talk to any of your sailor friends, don't tell them
1: what we're saying right now, also classified information yeah but the parrots just hurt us (laughs) oh no betrayal i look at the parrots and pull out my dagger (laughs) aslo calm yourself
3: do the indiana jones thing and pull out like a bag of sand and like weigh it for how much
1: the parrot weighs and then just switch (laughs) it with the parrot.
2: You sold my dead bird to a blind kid?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: pretty bird! Pretty bird!
2: Actually, I don't know if Captain Clapton would know if we took the parrot, right?
3: Well, yeah, So what I'm saying. We just switch it with something of equal weight. With a sleight of hand check, he may not even realize. No, he would realize. Well, Captain Clapton, looks like this is goodbye. I wish we could say we'd see you again, but that would be a one-sided affair, any way you look at it. I'm sure we'll be meeting again. Don't worry. Also, you probably want to get some of your stairs fixed, because I'm just going to go ahead and guess that I will break some on the way down.
2: (laughs) Oh, shop! I've already figured out the best way for you to descend that. We're just going to tie one of the new grappling hooks to the railing and lower you down.
3: Oh, okay. Never mind, then. Ooh, do some rappelling. Your stairs are fine. Forget my prediction.
0: You're also only about nine feet off the ground. Oh, okay. But still, you should get those stairs fixed.
3: A man in your condition has no business treading on such unsafe steps. And you should also have a ramp put in. because so it'd be easier. I find
0: it's easier to stand on flat ground than tilted.
2: Yeah, Shava he, he doesn't have wheels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be pretty sweet
3: if
1: he did. That would be awesome. <laughs> Replace his feet with wheels.
3: Can you rig something up, Tokus? Maybe uh, drop some blueprints.
1: <laughs> I think about it. Maybe something that looks like a foot
2: that has four wheels in a line or something. <laughs> Make him some sort of like ship shaped wheelchair.
3: I find a bare sp- spot on his shoulder where a bird isn't standing. And I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, Just you wait till we get back.
2: My friend Tokus
3: here is going to rig up something that's going to change your life forever.
2: Oh, is that so? I still think the elevator idea was a good idea.
3: That, yeah, that was a good one. We could give him wheels and then
2: build an elevator for him. Captain Clapton, how do you get out to the docks (laughs) to go sailing every few months anyway? How do you get out anyway? How do you, like, grocery shop? Like, how are you eating? Like, do the birds, like, go out and, like, pick up, like, fruit from the market and fly back?
0: Don't question an old man and his
1: talents for getting things done. (laughs) Uh, How very enigmatic of you. It's just one of those things we'll never know. Well, see you later. Captain, thank you so much for allowing us to intrude into your home and ask you obtrusive questions about your past and uh, make obnoxious (laughs) remarks about your various deformities. I'm sorry if we got off on the wrong foot.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, yes, well, you know there's no need to worry about formalities with me. Or feet. (laughs) Have a safe trip, and hope to hear from you
3: again. I hope you hear from us again, too, because if not, we probably didn't make it back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Many thanks to you, Captain. We'll let you know how it goes. It's been
3: a pleasure. Okay, so is the staircase covered uh, on the outside of his house, or is it just an open, like, landing where you get to his door?
0: There's a walkway that goes around most of the second level, and there are several houses that are all built into this. So there's several doorways. So you go down the walkway, then coming out from there is a staircase that goes down to in front of the house.
3: So it's like an open porch
0: with a railing? Yeah. Okay.
3: I hook my grappling hook to the railing and leap over the
1: side. You know, if you're like seven or eight feet tall and we're only nine (laughs) feet off the ground, you could basically just step off the balcony.
3: It's too late. It's too late. I've already done it. I didn't think this through clearly.
1: (laughs) Just looks over his shoulder and like, it's time. And he leaps over the edge. <laughs> and you look over and he's just standing like two feet below us.
2: Oh, hey, Shaba.
0: <laughs> what kind of a check do I need to make? I don't know if there's really a check to be made here.
3: <laughs> there's no check to be an idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right, tell me what happens.
2: <laughs> no, this is under performance. This is what this is.
0: <laughs> so you hook your grappling hook on it, jump out over the railing, and as soon as the line goes taut, the beam that you're hooked to snaps in half and (laughs) you go flying
1: out into the street. (laughs) Looks over his shoulder. The time is now. (sighs) The whole thing breaks.
0: Uh, All right, how much damage do I take? (laughs) So you take two points of damage due to this spectacularly awkward landing. (laughs) This
3: is the first damage I've... I think it's the first damage I've taken so far, and I did it to myself.
2: Shabba, what have you done? We'll have to fix this. It's okay. This is be- not what I had in mind. <laughs>
1: With a long rest, everything will be good as new. I look around to see if there are any neighbors watching.
0: Um, you see a couple other people on the street that saw that happen. You see this <laughs> giant leap from the railing and snap it in half. I get up and dust,
3: I brush off my clothing and look around sheepishly.
1: I usher the other two along, like, all right,
3: come on, come on, let's go. Yeah, we gotta book it. <laughs> Cheese it. Do you hand Stripey down to me, or does he come down the stairs
1: with you? I'll hand him to you, but it's more like a toss, kind of. Okay,
3: you just you can just nudge him through the broken re- ban- banister, and we get we get out of there. Even even though Asla lives right downstairs.
1: Yeah, the company cannot be held responsible for these damages. <laughs> we simply can't afford it. I'm like, all right, guys, come on, let's go. We can't be seen, and then we go right inside the door downstairs.